Welcome back to the Simply Smarter Podcast. It's been a little while. Yeah, I know. It's been a minute. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, Caleb, what's new with you? What isn't new? I feel like everything's oh. just like school started since last time I joined. Summer's over. I know. Officially, today know. it's officially over. I'm officially wearing flannel. Uh huh. I <laughs> it love started it. to cool off a little bit. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love this weather. I wore flannel yesterday in mm. preparation for today. Nice. But I'm wearing a long sleeve. Yeah, true. It's chilly. True. And it's it green. It's a nice green. It is. It's my favorite color. <laughs> so, I love it. For those of you out there, imagine a, a beautiful green. A beautiful green <laughs> and a flannel man. <laughs> a flannel man. Nice. There's anyway. a, there's actually a, called, called, a song called Flannel mm-hmm. by, on Justin Timberlake's yeah. latest album. And it's good. In, in, the, in the woods? Into the into woods. The woods yeah. In the woods. Not into the woods. That's Frozen. Oh. Yeah. Man of the Woods. Man of the Woods. woods. That's it. There we go. Uh, Actually, I know it's not quite as poppy and it's kind of weird. It's my favorite album of his. Well, you can't go wrong with JT, that's Mm, for sure. Fun times. Flannel, other side note, flannel is my favorite uh, winter scent for a candle at Bath and Body Works. Ah, yeah. I've I've smelled it. It's good. Yeah. Not like super folly, actually. I think it's more of a winter, but it's a good. It's kind of a crossover. It is, yeah. It is. So anyway, <laughs> back on to more important things. Let's redirect to the ACT, shall uh, we? I suppose so. Okay. Let's do it. We have something a little bit important to talk about today. It's not like super exciting. No. But it is important to at least reference and have a quick little podcast about. Yeah, for sure. And and again, it kind of came in under the radar. It did. There was very little fanfare. <laughs> Yeah, and so so this is a good opportunity for us to kind of flush it out for families and mm-hmm. students and help them kind of understand like, hey, the ACT is still continuously making improvements. They're just not doing it the College Board way of like, hey, let's turn Huge our tests completely upside down, yeah, all at once, right? So they they are introducing these new pieces along the way. Yeah, and, and this rolled out in July, mm-hmm. from what we can gather. Yeah, so. July was the first test. Yeah, yeah. So here so, we are. Here it what, is. What is what is this new new thing, Jill? It is the new new reading section on the ACT called the visual and quantitative information questions. Uh, First like of we all, said, yuck. What, what a terrible name. <laughs> they do not get points for their branding, <laughs> right? True. Not, not that it really matters, I guess, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into like what these questions are about and yeah, hopefully we yeah. have a good game plan and make you aware of them. Yeah. They don't really, they're not like, Oh, let's keep on reading and this is so fun to read about it's just you know what you we just got to get through this we got to we got to look through this and break it down and what exactly does this mean exactly especially for our students right right and just so the listeners so you guys know uh, if we reference vqi we're just Mm -hmm. referring to these visual and quantitative information questions Questions. yes okay so we're going to talk about how this could possibly affect student scores positively or negatively yeah Absolutely. Yeah. I I think, I think if you are not prepared and you're just, just going in cold and you just all of a sudden see a question like this, I think it's going to throw you off. Yeah. But if you're prepared for it and you know how to approach it, I think, I think it's a boost. I think it, I think they're generally easier questions. So maybe they got rid of two or three difficult questions and introduced these two or three easy ones. I think that's the general positive for, for students who are fully prepared. Yeah. I agree. I agree. 
let's kind of break down the reading section itself and okay. then identify how this fits into the reading section, okay? Sure. So the overall reading section measures your ability to read closely, reason logically about text using evidence, and integrate information from multiple sources. So that is straight By from definition. the ACT. <laughs> it is. So I, I think that it's it's masking a little bit of what the section really is about. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we think of it as reading comprehension. And I don't think that they necessarily even say that piece. But it is about finding, it's connecting connecting things in a logical way. Mm-hmm. And it's more about reasoning. Mm-hmm. And for most students, there's a way better way of doing this than the school way. Yeah. Right? So making sure that they are adjusting and making, making it make sense for what the test is asking and in order for us, the student, to get the most questions correct possible. Correct possible, yeah. And let's review about the timing. Most students run out oh, of time yeah. in this section, in general. For sure. 90, 95% of students run out of time in the reading section. Mm-hmm. And if they are finishing, they're probably not finishing it well. Yeah. Like, for instance, yesterday I did a scores back with a family. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time this year where the student successfully finished the section oh really before prep it was yeah. the first time and i was kind of surprised by it and even even though we've had some students with really great scores usually there's still some kind of timing issue or maybe they rushed at the end sure. to try to finish but they didn't finish maybe as successfully as they could have let me ask you this question had that student already taken a test prior to our practice test no really no. yeah so so they're just on junior. it junior she does have a couple older siblings so maybe she had some insight a mm-hmm. little bit in there but um yeah, she just uh, she is just that rare kid who yeah. reads constantly and mm-hmm. just moves through things very very quickly. Yeah, and we've talked about that piece before. Yeah. So keep on reading, like keep on reading throughout yes. the summer, throughout your winter break, fall break. That is going to reflect in this yeah. reading section inadvertently, right? For sure. And parents parents ask us that all the time. Well, my my kid is a sophomore, but we want to start prep. No, you don't want to start <laughs> prep because you're too early to the to the game at that point. For for ninety nine point nine percent of families. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that there isn't an exception out right. there, but making sure that they are, are are reading. And even if it's just something that they enjoy, like mm-hmm. that's fine. That's still better than absolutely nothing. Yep. But if you can also get them to start reading, maybe just picking up a, a magazine or something that's just a little bit different, mm-hmm. like a nature magazine or something yeah. like that, where they're reading a little bit different topics or in something in the news or whatever it may be. Yep. Those things, again, fit kind of what the ACT, the, the, the content that's actually being thrown at them a little Interesting. bit. Interesting. I like that so advice. It's kind of fun. Yeah. And I, I don't even know if you know this, Jill. There are talks... Little little insider baseball here with us. Okay. In that next summer, we may, we may do a reading program here at Gismarter Prep because we oh, do I think like it's that. so important and so valuable to parts of the ACT. Yeah. And just to help support our community and provide another outlet and resource Aww. for families. And yeah. So we're in, we're we're tossing that idea around right okay. now. Okay. That's another episode at a later <laughs> there date. There it is. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Well, let's break down what we already know about the reading section. Um, it's kind of broken down into five scores. And and real quick, the, can we talk about the, just the basic structure? Then we'll talk about let's the scores. Is that okay? Yeah. So first of all, students are given four passages. Yes. Uh, all four passages are completely unrelated. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the first one is always called the literary narrative or the prose fiction. Mm-hmm. And it kind of matches what students see in school on a day in 
day out basis. Yep. And then the last section, for instance, is the natural science. Yep. Most students don't love just sitting and reading about science related mm-hmm. things. So that can be kind of a challenge for some. And then in the middle, you have a humanities and you have a social science. Okay. So making sure that we're figuring out which passages fit the student best. And we're talking about 10 questions per passage. Yep. So 40 questions, four unrelated passages, all in 35 minutes. This is why most students can't <laughs> yeah, finish. Yeah, that right? makes sense. <laughs> it, it is a lot. Yeah. Uh, even if a parent came in and tried to do it, I think almost all parents would have some troubles yeah. getting through all of well, it. Especially switching gears from passage to passage. That's yeah. very challenging in itself, in itself. For sure. For sure. And and again, the, the content is sometimes not terribly interesting, particularly to students. Mm-hmm. So then you have the idea. The, the concept of like losing focus right. and getting distracted or yeah. just losing interest even. Yeah. Right. So we want to make sure that we're keeping students engaged, which is why we approach it in a totally different way than what, what they do in school. It makes sense to me. It makes sense. Um, okay. So we're going to get back to the five scores that are reported on the reading section, right? So one, a score for the section overall, three reporting category scores based on scientific knowledge and skills, understanding complex text indicators. Yeah. All this stuff. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like reading it and I'm like, huh? (laughs) What does this mean? Translate it, right? So Help me. Help me, Caleb. You you have your subscore for the test, right? So the reading score makes up a quarter of your your, your composite score on the ACT. And that score is based upon how many questions a student gets correct compared to their peers, mm-hmm. essentially. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm boiling it down a little bit. Yeah. Um, but that that com- that subscore is a score from one to thirty six. Mm-hmm. Again, roughly a twenty. Twenty one is is average. average. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, it's a bell curve. So most students are scoring between that sixteen and twenty four range. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of context there. Yeah. Those other pieces. <laughs> Three reported categories. Okay, so these these sub sub categories. Sub right? sub. Yikes! They give us these ambiguous terms that mean basically nothing. Mm-hmm. The first is the key ideas and details. Yeah. And that makes up fifty five to sixty percent of the test. Big chunk. A big chunk. Now, we we categorize things very differently, and some of them sort of fit. Most of them do not fit. Cool. <laughs> so it's these key cool, ideas cool, and cool. details, craft and structure, and integration of knowledge and ideas. Those are the three sub-sub-categories. Mm-hmm. That's my own term. I just came up with it. Trademark it. Yep. Sub-sub. So in those categories, there are questions that are very, very specific, which is where this is not like reading in school at all, because mm-hmm. they're going to ask, according to line 22, what is the author's mean when they say this? Yeah. Right? Well, you don't have to read anything else other than a couple lines Just above and a couple line lines 22, below. Yeah. <laughs> I promise the <laughs> right answer is right there. there. Yep. So sometimes when a student reads the whole passage like they would in a normal school setting, mm-hmm. they're going to read through that whole thing and then guess what? Yeah. They're going they to forget half of it. They're going to forget half of it yep. or misremember something mm-hmm. or they read something that wasn't important for this question but has an answer choice that matches and it kind of throws them off. Yeah. They fall for a trap. Or guess what? They ask about line 22. We have to go reread it again anyway. Mm -hmm. So again, our our process, we just look at it differently. And then things like um, the big picture that normally students focus on, the theme, Mm -hmm. the plot, character development, tone, things like that. Those are things that are tested very little. (laughs) Maybe it's 5%. Maybe it's as much as 15% of the test, but it's not the bulk of the exam. Okay. 
there are new ways of approaching those too. Perfect. So those, honestly, those categories, I take them for a grain of salt because I, I just think they're testing things in a weird way. Yeah. And those terms just are so ambiguous and they don't fully define them and it's not terribly useful. Stepping back a little bit, I think it's very interesting. I've, I've had some students just blindly take the test, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to take the test and see what we get. An official ACT. Right. Okay. They don't do great. Shocker, right? Breaking down this reading section into sub-sub categories that you trademarked, and then even further into <laughs> the visual and quantitative information questions. Like, right. there's so much the that new... goes into right. even just one section of the test yeah. that if students don't really understand that and they're just kind of blindly going in and just to see what they get, you know, on an official test, like, that could really be daunting to to any student right. and you know they're not going to get a great grade so it's yeah. it's challenging yeah there's a lot to go into it a lot going into it especially when you're talking about adolescence right yeah. you're not talking about a full-grown adult <laughs> like right. moving forward and like it, it's they're thinking they're about the football game still. later yeah, exactly. and what their friends are doing on tiktok right, right. That's what's happening. so they're not thinking about the craft and structure of the reading section right. is that what you're saying right. weird <laughs> So the VQI questions are actually categorized in the integration of knowledge and ideas section, okay, sub so sub section, sub sub the, the <laughs> smallest of the sub sub sections, right? That Thirteen now, to eighteen percent, right? That's covered on that reading section, exactly. Okay. So there are all there are all these weird categories when you look at your score report that you're going to see. Most of them don't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. The only thing that colleges care about and um, re- what will really matter is that actual subscore that that one out of 36 mm-hmm. that's going to impact your composite score yeah so don't worry too much about those others and then so what is a vqi right what tell me what you what you understand it to be yeah so it it almost is a little bit relatable to the science section where you're going to have some charts and some graphs that you yeah. have to correlate within that passage so that that may throw students off. You know, they're, you're thinking, 100%. I thought this was just a reading passage, right. but now here's a chart that I'm going to have to identify and figure out. And yeah. so it, it, there are some questions that may look like it may be better suited for the science section. Right. I have, I have read very few novels in which in the middle of the novel, there's a chart and graph all of a sudden, right? Right. Like sometimes there's a, a funny diagram there, maybe. or something. <laughs> a picture, yes. Those old school drawings. Yeah. yeah. I love it. So good. Um, so again, if you're not ready for it, it can definitely throw a student off. Um, just because it just looks so foreign compared to everything else that they're looking mm-hmm. at at that moment. If you're prepared for it though, man, I think it really can. They can be some very easy questions yeah. and good, good, simple points to grab. Yeah, pick up those points, right? Yeah, and they do kind of look like the science section. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, we've talked about it before. The science, there's zero science in the science section. <laughs> it's just reading charts and graphs. So then they introduce this charts and graphs reading on the reading, and they're actually kind of easier, simpler versions because. One of the big challenges students have in the science section in particular Mm -hmm. is that it sounds very scientific and they're using terms or units that students have never seen in their lives. Here, we don't have that. Right. (laughs) Right. We're we're looking uh, and relating it to something in the reading passage itself. Yep. So should be a little bit familiar then. Yeah. Okay. So I found a couple tips on the Internet um, for the specific questions. And I kind of just wanted to get your take on it and see what you thought. All right. 
All right. Game. So if you pay close attention to the strategies used on the science section and use them, if you encounter these VQI questions on the reading section, that's going to, well, yeah. we just briefly talked about that, but yeah. that's going to be a good correlation. Kind of identify those and go from there. I a hundred percent agree with this. Now I, my caveat is some, some teachers, administrators, counselors will refer to the science section as another reading section. Oh. And I a hundred percent agree, but for probably the, 180 degree opposite reason. Okay. Right. Um, in, in science, we don't have to read anything to get basically every question right. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing with our reading section. Our, our approach is we're going to read what we need in order to get the questions correct. Yeah. Not get distracted by all the other junk. And the same thing is going to hold true here. I, I do think that the read the right science strategy will pay off in these VQIs, but it's making sure that you know the right strategy. Yeah. Okay. I like so. it. Thank you for clarifying that. Okay, another one. If you have or are currently studying for the SAT, familiarize yourself with the SAT reading section and writing and language section where similar types of questions already exist. So now we're talking about the SAT. (laughs) There it is. Okay, so I have two quick things. One, first of all, when the SAT went through their redesign in 2015, Mm -hmm. they they launched a new test that looks a lot like the ACT. Mm -hmm. And they'd always been proud that, oh, we don't have one of those stupid science sections. <laughs> and they introduced a bunch of graph and, and chart questions throughout mm, the entire test. Sounds similar. So it was kind of ironic and funny to some of us, right? So that's the first piece. The second piece, if you are already preparing for the SAT, mm-hmm. don't pre- also prepare for the ACT. <laughs> Stop it, right? Don't waste your time. Every college will accept both exams, the ACT and the SAT. So we want to find the test that's right for the student. Mm-hmm. And preparing for both exams makes zero sense from our perspective. Yeah, it seems like a lot. Anytime you divide your attention on two things that are different, Mm -hmm. you're not going to do as well at either one. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just the nature of the beast. Like, Mm -hmm. I grew up in Colorado and I played baseball and football, whereas I knew people who lived in Arizona that played baseball all year long. Right. And guess what? (laughs) They were really good Mm -hmm. at baseball. (laughs) They just didn't divide their attention on those different things. Exactly. So making sure that you are kind of paying attention to that. It's a good metaphor, by the way. you. It's very good. Thank you. Find, find the thing that makes the most sense for the student. Mm-hmm. And that's why, again, I think we mentioned this every single pod, podcast. Uh, we, we, we talk about our free practice tests. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that is exactly there to get a good baseline. And we offer them for the ACT and SAT. Yes. Know how you're doing in each. That student that I mentioned that I met with uh, the family yesterday yes. for the scores back mm-hmm. did amazing on the ACT. And the, the SAT was very, very good. But it was the equivalent of four points lower oh, wow. than her ACT score. Yeah. So, like, there was a very clear path for that yes. student, yeah. right? So, making sure that you're kind of watching for those those pieces and mm-hmm. we can help. Great. All right. The third tip. Don't get overwhelmed by all the details of a figure. I, I love this <laughs> because this is basically <laughs> applicable to every single thing with the ACT. Mm-hmm. Right, they a timed test. Right, <laughs> they are throwing a bunch of information that most of it is not important. We have to de- we have to figure out what is important, mm-hmm. and that that's the biggest part of the battle, especially in reading and science. Again, math and English have some correlation to what students have done in school. Reading and science have almost zero. It really is playing the game in the right way and focusing on the reasoning and the logic and the critical thinking. Yeah, those kinds of things. Perfect. So. I'm, I'm in on that one. Okay. It's just so vague. I like <laughs> I just, it. 
I like that it came up somewhere. And I'm actually going to say this is our last one because the other one we've already kind of talked about a little okay. bit. But use process of elimination. Hmm. What do you think I'm going to say on this one? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> this is one of my favorite strategies to use on a test like the ACT. Uh, I, I think that using process of elimination, there there probably be five to 10 questions in the math section where you can just use process of elimination and not have to do any math. Yeah. Or in the English, guess what? I'm there are probably eight to 10 questions where literally you don't have to read the passage to get the question right because <laughs> it's right there in front of you if nice. you know how to use it properly yes. and you know the right strategies. And the same thing holds true here in in the, the VQ, VQIs, mm-hmm. right? I think that, again, narrowing down, getting rid of the really, really bad answers. Yep. The ACT's pretty good at giving us some stupid options sometimes, <laughs> right? So let's get rid of those and start narrowing it down so we don't have, get distracted by those bad answers any longer. Awesome. I think we covered most everything. Yay. And I, I mean, just a minor change that should not have a major impact on our no. students, but we just wanted to cover it and identify what that was for sure, and what to look for because the changes have already happened as of July. Yeah, so they are, they've been had implemented. I the, had, had the September test and we're now focusing on the October test and yeah. it's coming up quickly. signing up for the December oh, yeah. already. So some February kids are starting yeah. to trickle in. I saw those this too. Yeah. That's, that seems really far off, but I, yeah, I appreciate might it. as well. I do too. They're yeah. planning ahead. For, for sure. All right. Well, if you have any, do you have anything else? You sounded like you were going to no, say something. I was just going to say, hey, right now is the time to be thinking about the December or February tests. Mm-hmm. Um, the October is just four weeks away. Good preparation takes longer than that, especially yes. if we still have to do scheduling and figure out all of that. Right. Because now you're talking about three weeks. That takes about a week. Let, yeah. Let's get, get things started. Come in for a practice test. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're part of the class of 2023, I'll tell you what. We have never been so busy with class of with a senior class as we have this year. I feel that, yes. And it's I think a lot of families just kind of delayed the process mm-hmm. and were kind of waiting to see and then they realized, oh, I still need this. So many seniors, <laughs> and yes. Na- and now it's crunch time and now they don't have like they're trying to do applications, they're trying to get into senior year successfully, they're mm-hmm. trying to get their best ACT score, and they're just trying to juggle too much, in yep. my opinion. Yep. So a better strategy would definitely be to figure out what makes the most sense for the student and let's kind of plan ahead. Yeah. Good advice. Good advice. Well, I'm excited for this evening. We have our oh, yeah. annual photo shoot. So I'm excited to see a lot of the seniors actually that we've been yeah, working true. with. So um, yeah, that'll be fun. We're, we're headed out to Lake Olathe. Cool. They have some really cool different spots out there. So we haven't over we haven't been over in that area True. yet for our photo shoots. So that'll be cool. Um, yeah, look forward to that. And you can see and that on our Instagram and our Facebook. And then and on you know, the when website. We get the new, yeah, the new pictures will be rolling out, out on the website and and all over. So uh, big big shout out to our students there that um, have signed up for that. So very exciting. It's great. All right. Well, if you have any other questions about anything ACT related, college prep related please let us know. Um, Enrollment at GetSmarterPrep.com. You can find us on all social media outlets or go to our website, uh, GetSmarterPrep.com. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you soon. 
High school can be tough. We'll help you navigate some of the areas you need help with, including the college preparation process by providing advice for families. Every student is different and has a unique path. That's why we created this podcast. Our innovative and intentional approach builds confidence in the individual student. Listen each week to find out how students can score better on college placement tests with techniques and methods that build confidence, beat test anxiety, and identify strengths within each student. You're listening to Simply Smarter with hosts Caleb and Jill. Check out our blog at GetSmarterPrep.com for more college prep-related topics.